everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Key in the Lake podcast, the premier whiskey podcast, now with the mention of whiskey in its title. Yes, we changed the Key in the Lake podcast to the Key in the Lake whiskey podcast a few weeks ago. And today on today's episode, we welcome back Bob Zacharias of Fountainhead as Wilson, Callum, and myself, Jake, we return to the Fountainhead Roof Deck Garden to have a spirited conversation about the uh, Chicago uh, industry kind of making its way through summer and now transitioning back to uh, the fall and winter, what the precautions are going to be to take and the steps that bars are looking forward to um, or taking in advance to make sure they could actually stay open and make money as the cooler months approach. Uh, Bob, who is the beverage director and manager of Fountainhead, is a great person to have uh, as a soundboard and then also to give examples in real life about what they're planning on doing. Um, we also talk about our whiskey little whiskey fest we are doing. It's a 20-person guided whiskey tasting uh, at Fountainhead in the Whiskey Bar. It's going to take place on August 31st. There'll be five brands represented, including um, Starboard, who I work for, Union Horse, who uh, Wilson works for. We'll be pouring Abelauer as well. Um, Sagamore Spirit will be there. And Blum Brothers, Matt Brown, will make his triumphant return to Fountainhead Whiskey Bar by pouring some Blum Bros whiskey for everybody. Uh, it should be a really fun night. It's going to take place on August the 31st at 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. It's only $20 a head. Uh, Bob made it an Eventbrite page. You could also email um, Fountainhead at their info page if you're trying to get tickets and can't find the Eventbrite. Or you can also DM us, and I'll reconnect you with Fountainhead to make sure you get on the list. Once again, it's only 20 people, but we're so excited to do a little guided whiskey tasting. The first one we're, we believe is happening in public, um, in person, since the whole pandemic started here in Chicago. So we're, uh, we're just great to get back to seeing people and talking to people and engaging, but we'll also be doing it at a socially distant uh, space. Um, and But you know the whole thing's about you, the public. So come and drink with us on August 31st. The more details will be in um, this conversation around the 22-minute mark we start talking about it. Uh, but I hope you enjoyed the, the rest of the conversation as well. It's a pretty quick, goes by pretty quickly on this one. Um, it's a fun time, and it's always being great at Fountainhead. We love their support and the charity they give us by letting us record there this summer um, over the last couple of months. So we appreciate that. Fountainhead, you're the best. And uh, enjoy the rest of the day, guys. Cheers. Just enjoyed it. it. Just enjoyed on a Saturday. Yeah, I love it. I love Maybe it on a, a Saturday. Saturday, S- Saturday, Saturday Friday, into Friday Sunday. Morning. I don't know. Friday morning. I, never really I would love that. Guy for me. You know, I've yeah. never had a mimosa on a Friday I've morning. Had a beer mimosa. Beer mimosa yeah, for sure do, uh, on Fridays. We do with like a Whitakirk. Sure. Whitakirk White Ale. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Whitmosa. Yeah. Oh, I like White White Ale. That's perfect for a beer mimosa, actually. Yeah, it is. It's really good. I can dig it. Yeah. No, you're good. No, we're just bullshitting. No, you're fine. Are we, uh, we're hot. Are we hot? We're hot. We're hot? Yeah. All right. All right. All the mics are working finally. Hey, young man. No, it took, so it took a while. <laughs> hey, young man. Hey, Poor. I love it. I love it. Grab a little, uh, God, blancarine. Guys, I didn't I'll pour you a little some some for you. Please, so much. You what? Just like, you know, I always say this to myself. I'm like, do you know what? I'm going to take a day off the baby. Yeah. Yeah, and here we are. Well, I when I when it. I texted you the other night Stop. when I was down at Good Measure and you responded back, I'll be there in two minutes. I was quite surprised to be honest because I thought you were taking it off, and then you came, and then I bought you a drink and you drank it. And oh, then, the Star Wars Starburst. Bought, uh, yeah, we started a new a new the drink. Star Wars Starburst. It was 
absolutely dynamite. Two, two fold in soda, but instead of right. adding an orange swath, you also or add a lemon sloth as well. And you get and you squeeze a wee oh. bit of them both in there, and it just yeah. it just like mixes very well. It tastes like and a so I'd said to Jake that I wasn't I wasn't I was taking a wee bit of time off, and then I tried the Starward Starburst, the Starburst, and the next and thing I knew, changed. it was eleven o'clock at night. We were sitting on the patio in Sportsman's, and I was three sheets. Absolutely three that sheets. Was nice. That also might be it also might be because I'd been I'd been hammering the high, I'd been doing the low lifes with Aberlauer. Yeah, you I'd did had a, a high life and a, a, and a few show of, of Aberlauer. Too. About three of those. I just did uh, Good Measure doesn't have any outside seating, right? They do. They, they do, do. No, little so they little, 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 little kind of like, out back? Yeah, they're the using the, they're using the parking lot on the right hand side, yeah. the parking lot there. They probably mm. got probably mm. got eight or nine six, tables there. They have six seats in the front, they put some turf on the okay. sidewalk and fenced it off and you can sit there right on Chicago Ave and Watch the cops arrest people. Oh, and get called they, Nazi too. They didn't. They didn't they arrest call them. Call you though. a Nazi? Uh, we got called. I, we got I called, got called a Nazi. Yeah. Got called, both got called Nazis, and then we should be thrown into the fires. And they're not welcome in the city because you're not girl, welcome here. A girl tripped, and I looked over to see if she was okay, and then she burped too, which is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> and well, I was, I was like, classy. just kind of looked, you know, like to see if she was okay. I might have made a little move to like get up from my chair. But then she like went off on us and just started yelling about how we are Nazis and we should be thrown into the fires. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Wow. She was obviously she'd obviously she had a few. She'd had either had a few or she was on smoked something. something. Yeah, which because this is she only, was. This is only seven thirty at eight o'clock at night, so it wasn't that. And late. she was yeah, she was rolling to say the least. Right, Nazis so, that need to be thrown in the fire. Yeah, yeah. and I think it was wow. because she almost is. tripped or something, and yeah. we, and we were like we were like oh, and then she was like. You guys aren't welcome here. And I, was like, I think she thought we were checking her out or something. Whoa. But we were, you were just gonna see if she was okay. Yeah, well, as being so decent burped, human beings. Right. right. And we're pretty sure she had an Irish accent, so I don't think she's from the city because she kept saying, "You're not welcome in my city." But it sounded like she had an Irish accent. Really? So interesting. It's a strange one. Six pence, huh? Yeah. You know, hey, Chicago what, Avenue, man. It's that's back. What to, happens it's back on a Wednesday basics. in Chicago, man? Especially in Chicago Avenue, man. That's an interesting. It's a strange uh, world, man. Slither of Chicago Avenue, actually. Yeah, yeah. That, right that, after what is that? Uh, Dearborn. Yeah. Well, Franklin. Franklin. Yeah. 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 So, so it's good measures. Good, uh, Chicago and Franklin. Yeah. yeah. Right. That little slither is very interesting. Just underneath the rail, yeah. the rail track yeah, there. Is the Franklin room open? I don't think so. I don't think they're open. I'm, I'm not sure. They're no. really small. I had a, had a conversation about this the other day. I don't think so. Big yeah. Pete, he's a good guy. He, yeah, yeah. He's out of there, but. Yeah, um. Pix Pete's awesome. Um, Gabe, the manager, is a nice guy, too. There's a lot of charity fundraising last year. Yeah. So. But I could use their uh, oh, their ahi tuna salad. Oh, my God. Where? No, I've actually yeah. never been there. The Franklin Room. Franklin 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 I know. Oh, you've never crazy. been? crazy. Never been to Franklin Room. You know what? Room. I was I talking know. to Mike Miller about he did, but first time he ever been to Franklin Room was like a year ago. I, I know, never never been. So really, no, really I know really a couple people. Somebody, uh, somebody used to work charity. here, worked over there. One of my liquor reps worked there for a little while. Nice. It's a great bar. Or yeah, I mean, I've always heard. I've always heard great, great things about I mean, it. I, I should clarify that I went when it was closed, like for the you know when I did oh, okay. tasting or you know yeah. like to meet with Pete whatnot. But aside from that, I never went okay. there while something was actually happening while they were open. So they were one of the first bars to take on Star Wars, along with the Fountainhead as well. <laughs> uh, they, th I mean, it was one of the. I think I'd been here for less than a week, and I went for dinner there. It was one. It was on mm. my key account list, and yeah. I went in, and. Uh, and it was really, really nice, you know. It was super, super, super swanky small. people, yeah, great swanky, food. I think I got a steak. It was really nice, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's what they're known for. I saw probably the most 
Are we non-pretentious? <laughs> yeah, we're going. Oh, oh, right. Sorry, I, <laughs> so we're talking I, was like, I was like, are we wasting all this? <laughs> uh, no, uh, one of the most non-pretentious, cool ways of drinking. Pappy, I think it was fifteen. A guy got it out of his locker because they have the lockers there, and you could tell he was on like a business meeting dinner as like well. Pulls out the pulls out the uh, Pappy fifteen, puts it on the table, and the guys could just enjoy it. But those two guys could actually tell that liked whiskey, just didn't drink Pappy for the name itself. And I'm like, okay. how great would it be to be able to pull about a bottle of Pappy of your own little uh, liquor cabinet there and then have it for a client to impress? I can dig it. You know, it's At Callum, Callum's like, oh, it would be better if it was a Buna Alba. No, <laughs> I, no, I was just going to say, like... I wonder what you guys are looking at. The Pappy thing, I, you know, I, I've, I've never really understood the hype, thing. you know. Obviously, it's... it's Super famous whiskey. It's probably the one that it's, you know everybody. It's, it's the first one that everybody mentions. Mentions. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's over it. But. It's uh, it's supply and demand. Can't yeah. can't find it. Can't get it. Got to pay secondary market value for it. So when you can, it just, that's has, all it, it has is. Has two it's, cases of twenty three. Come and get it's it. It's like, <laughs> it's silly. Um, <laughs> good. I mean, it's good. It's good. Good whiskey. It's Bob, good. Bob, it's when good. you're not working at Fountainhead and living your life here, where do you like to go out to enjoy your time? Uh, I mean, I'm, I am a creature of habit, so mm-hmm. um, aren't we all? I really, and I've said this before, and I try not to be biased, but I live about two blocks from the bar in Buena, mm-hmm. uh, and I love. That's like my. It's become like my. It's obviously part of our company but i truly that's always been one of my favorite places to go hang out at yeah i love that place um you know near and dear recently? to me and it's and it's on my way home so if i get done even if it's if it's 10 o'clock on a friday i'm like i'm not yeah you might as well have one any friends that i have are already well it, into their plans and it's like right. I, i'm gonna any friends I'm a little tired I'm like do i really want to like go to like a you know take the travel 20 minutes downtown and go out for a couple hours people are already out i'm like i'll just go to my my neighborhood jaunt and yeah. um i love the long room uh i love the long room go there the quite there. did go there quite often uh huh biscuit man biscuit man but i i do I, I fall into my neighborhood a little bit you know yeah. i go to victor bar I have a cocktail there the, Dude, those, it's those place that place is awesome been to victor bar in a that minute. place is hard to um have more than two there. Oh, yeah. You can't have more than two there. Why is that? Uh, Dude, they are some fabulously strong drinks. <laughs> oh, really? Which oh. are great tasting Great well. pours, yeah. but it's just like, damn. It knocks uh, you for six. Your, your $13 old-fashioned is well worth it there. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I like tunes. Tunes, oh, yeah. yeah. I like tunes. I like to I like to support the, the Rocks guys from time yeah. to time oh, when I can. Sure, yeah. Yeah, Tim and George group. are awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I do, like, I guess... Like I'm still a, a neighborhood bar type of guy that yeah, you know. I like, love it too. Cause I, I like to find places that have sneaky good selections. Yeah. yeah. If I go catch a game, that I'm not shoulder to shoulder with people, where it's not it's not a yeah. a sports bar, yeah. you know, but it has a. If I could watch There's a game a and get a decent beverage yeah. and yeah. sit at a bar, that's my, that's where I feel comfortable at. You know. I was thinking about you the other day. Uh, oh. <laughs> not in the shower, back off. Oh. It was um, in my dream. What was happening was a, a friend of mine, uh, she just turned 25, 26. Um, and we went to Bernie's and we had oh, nice. dinner there. And it was really, really nice, really, really nice dinner. And we were all kind of talking about it. And we were so close to the river. And I was like, well, why don't we just go to the Northman, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's some spot, man. Yeah. That is some spot down there, that's you know? And it was mobbed, you know? Was, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously the, tab- uh, the tables, tables separated separate, and everything. Yeah, but yeah. But, you know, there was there, there was not a seat in the house, you know. It took us a wee while to get ourselves seated down, but it was great. Some what? great ciders there. 
Really good spot. That's awesome. Shout out to Brody. It is, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Brody! Brody! Uh, shout out to him! <laughs> We're shouting you it out, is, It's uh, like, you know, I... Again, I don't go downtown all that much and haven't, like, in my years, I usually stick to the neighborhoods and the north side. Of course, I'm not absolutely. A, I'm not a downtown club sort of guy or, or just don't spend as much time down there. But, you know, That's a shocker, the Bob. first time getting down there when we had the space and, and sitting out there. Yeah. It's long wooden tables. It's it's gorgeous, and there's something there is when it's when it when there's an energy down there. You know, there's something that's it's almost like it's almost like Oktoberfest you, you know, know, like right. all the long tables, everybody's sitting together. And really, you can really get nice. world class beverages and a beautiful seating um, by the river. By yeah. the river, but it's but it's relaxed. It's you know. Oh really? Seating all over. But that's was that that wasn't us. That was a, was that the city who did that? That was us. Wow! Look at that. Look at that. Money hard at work, not just the people. Not just the pretty face, ladies and gentlemen. Bob is not just a pretty face. Well, gentlemen, let's start the off. Man of the people. I want to celebrate today with you guys. Oh, nice. What are you so, celebrating? Uh, the fact that I'm here with you guys. Oh, so, oh nice uh, one. On a Friday. On and a it's Friday. a Friday. Yeah, it's a Friday. So it's a Friday. On the Fountainhead. Fountainhead, Fountainhead roof deck roof garden. garden. No. Yeah, it's a roof garden. The roof yeah. botanical. Roof it's garden. roof deck garden. It, the sign says roof garden, but it, it's actually Fountainhead roof deck garden. It's a garden. That's it's what Bob garden. told me two episodes ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You guys? I'm What's going no, you're on? Fine. Don't worry I'm about it. About? Uh, I'm sorry. I missed that. Can you believe it's been two months since the first Fountainhead episode recorded this summer? Really? Like, yeah, that was Ju- June 22nd or something like that. Really? Yeah. Two months. June 23rd, something like that. Oh, yeah, this feels is, like years ago. This is the summer of Jake, and it's been a great summer of Jake. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just well, two uh, months. Two so months. Friday so Friday. I feel like I've blinked in. But think how long it's been since we did uh, Britney's birthday up here. That feels like oh, that was July 1st. Early. That, that was July 1st, but it feels like. That, meant that feels a lot longer ago. She didn't deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about, like. Shout uh, out to the producer. It was like the first Sunday we opened. I had uh, one of my best friends, her and her sister, and a couple friends came up. It was like yeah. the first weekend, the same weekend you guys came, and she yeah. wanted they wanted to come up and show some support, and they sat at this table here. Ooh. And me and her tested back and forth since then, like, oh, yeah, like we're due for drinks, catch up again, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh, it's like sometimes we might go like six months without seeing each other, you know? Um, when was the last time you saw them before that then? So I saw, let's see, I saw her on my birthday, which mm-hmm. was in February. And then we did a Zoom call for her birthday, which is right. in May, but uh, yeah. which was in May, and then Classic in June. Zoom call. And then in June, when we opened up, then uh, her and her sister and uh, her sister actually just got engaged. But anyways, they came up, and so we were just texting. And but I realized, like, oh, I did see her first weekend of June. Like that was only two months ago. I'm like, that seems like so oh, long. Shit. You know, like like the time. That's right. Now that I think about it, it does seem that long. Time seems is, like a long time ago. Time is irrelevant. Yeah. Truly is. Wilson, you wanted to share something? No, I just wanted to celebrate was Friday. It thing, was it the things that was in my glass that I already drank? Yeah, you, that you drank oh, already. You, so er, each of us got a little pour of, uh, hopefully this is something I'll bring to market um, come October, November. Uh, a nice single barrel so rye nice. from the boys down in UH, so Garcia's. Nice. This is a six and a half year old um, currently is since this the sample was is taken. Is this the honey barrel? This is the honey barrel that I've been talking to you about. Yeah. That Chris Blantner is going to buy on his own. That's. <laughs> I hope. I mean, if he can, shit. Calling you out, Chris. Yeah, man. Shit. Buy it. But yeah. Six and a half years old currently, right now. 
comes in at a oh. nice 125 Man. proof. Is that where it's going to stay at? Um, it may pop up one percentage. This okay, is, but you're not going to bring it down. I'm at not going to bring it down. No, no, no. But I never bring. I never bring anything down when we do the single barrel picks. And this still has two more hot months to get some more it's, flavors and to it. It still has. Yeah. So like I said, good mint at, on the nose. At the time of we t- taking this uh, sample, it was six and a half years old. So. The nose reminds me of McKenna Ten. So. No, that's bourbon, and this is so. This is one hundred percent rye, six and a half years old. I've already enjoyed a large sample of it, and wow. it has some really great nut walnut, a lot of very rich nutty. caramelness to it that you get from a bourbon traditionally. But right, um, you, this could be mistaken for a bourbon. Easily. Yeah, yeah, I think a high rye, high, high rye bourbon, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you would wow. say like this is like a fifty-one, forty-nine mm-hmm. bourbon, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, for sure. It's really not as hot. On as the it, palate as, as it, it smells, yes. you know it's. Isn't it crazy how I mean, maybe it's just us as America and like whiskey drinkers in general getting our palates more used to higher proof whiskey? But how many times do we say with a whiskey that's a hundred or a hundred and ten, that's really smooth for like a hundred for a full proof whiskey? Right. I, I mean, every conversation now it's, <laughs> it's just true. like that's light and easy. It's true. Oh no, that's okay. Something that's okay. She's excited about the rye. She's well, excited about the rye. <laughs> this is a, a great Union expression. I can see why Chris really wants it in the market. Yeah. Shout out so to the hopefully. Yeah, so hopefully this barrel will come to market on October. Hint, hint, Bob. It's very naughty. I like it. Hint, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a checkbook, Bob. I think we should sponsor this table, the Keen Lake table. Mm -hmm. I'll give you $20 a year. (laughs) It's not a Callan's paycheck. we'll take it. (laughs) Right? It's money. I offered Kevin to sponsor his white giant wall in front of Beguile now, but he didn't take the money for that. He also didn't get back to me. This is is really nice, man. How yeah. many? Uh, so how many um, uh, cases do you think you'll get out of it? I believe we'll get about 25, 27 yeah. bar- cases six personally. Six packs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's nice. Right. Yeah. Um, this would be. Dude, that's uh, lovely. This yeah. is great. Yeah. This so is my nice. favorite Union horse I've had. I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah this really is really nice. one of the. Yeah, when I when we try the. Let's I pull had out the Star Wars samples now. Yeah, I mean, Apple Lauer samples. It's it's Friday, so why not? It's Friday again. So why not celebrate with a rye? And I, I felt you guys obviously would enjoy this just as much as I would. Oh, yeah. thank you. That's a lovely, thank you. This is lovely little treat. Yeah. What do you think, Broly? You like it? She likes it. It's uh, not what you would expect for Mhm. No, it's. It, I would definitely get why you were trying to sell it at Leo's, mm-hmm. but for doing the bourbon and the rye combination, this one might. Over, um, just be too much for the bourbon to stand up with, yeah. and I it, could see, it, yeah, yeah, it, it wouldn't complement the, the two barrels wouldn't have not complemented yeah. one right. another. The sales of the rye might kind of outdo yeah. the bourbon, and then it's left there on the on the shelf for sure. But I mean, people would come back for it because they would trust yeah. the flavors of the of the rye, and they gotta try the bourbon too. Yeah, while they that got to Jake was saying how like it almost seems like cliche or like passe at this point to say like, oh, at 120, this drink's really <laughs> easy yeah. for 120. <laughs> like it's kind of like almost like that. Like yeah, it's like uh, when you're talking about beer and someone's just got a really nice mouthfeel to it yeah. you know it's kind of like a ge- almost a generic description but it's not inaccurate no either uh i've you know a lot of our single barrels that we sample out we taste whether it, it's going to come at barrel proof or we're going to bring it down mm. a lot of times we'll, i have tasted beam single barrel samples knob creek single barrel samples that are at 127 proof 128 proof that are Really hard to get through, yeah. and hard to get through. Di- the, Let's drink some beans. Um, yeah, <laughs> really hard to get through the alcohol, um, and this is not. Yes, uh, sir. So well started. done, and thank you. 
Yeah, very good. Is good. this um, what notes are you usually going for with your standard rye? With standard rye, uh, definitely mint. Yeah. Um, definitely some citrus peel. Okay. Um, not the pith, but just the actual citrus oils mm-hmm. from the actual mm-hmm. peel itself. Gotcha. Um, and then obviously cinnamon, cinnamon and toffee. Yeah, I get a lot of toffee from your yeah. rice, for sure. So those are the more common uh, tasting noises that we get out of the rice at barrel strength. Now, what's really interesting is that with the regular uh, offering of the straight rye, you still get those, but at a very, not as a pr- not as uh, um, strong on, on the palate. Mm-hmm. This is more, in its, obviously, in its purest form, where I wish we would just offer this period. Yeah, you know? yeah. time. Yeah. This would be really as a permanent as addition a perm- to yeah, the age. Just yeah, just a, a core, a core. I mean, and I think the market's going that just in general. You know, since we're you know we're talking about barrel proofs and whatnot. Well, you can pick you know, up another delicious barrel pick at Leo's Liquor <laughs> and, Mayf- and Mayfair uh, if yep. you for $55. Yeah, and look out for uh, the Second City Select, my s- bourbon single barrel pick that's coming Labor Day. Um, that's only being offered to independent spirit uh, shop owners and uh, on-premise that are open. Oh, yeah. Fountainhead Market. <laughs> hey. And then hopefully this rye barrel follows it come October. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Very good. That's great. That's exciting stuff. Yeah, it's fun. That's fun. I know this is selfish uh, plugs, but I, I wanted no. to I really love this barrel, and I wanted to share it's it with you Honestly, guys. What else? Yeah, what, how else great. can we make sales? We're just doing our <laughs> fucking podcast now. So you know what? That's the world I, we live this in This is now. not the platform that we do with it. That's well, part of our thing. You know what? I really wanted to share this with you guys. I'm so. re- I'm, I've been rethinking some stuff about <laughs> Key in the Lake. I'm reevaluating our position. Reevaluating our uh, our uh, um, stock interests and everything, so <laughs> we're realigning. We're realigning there. We're we're selling out. Let's put it that way. I am. Um, I've definitely been in the United States for too long because now, like in in back home, no one says things like touch base, circle back, mm-hmm. um, copy or received or anything like that. Yeah. And yeah. I've spent so long here now that like a friend of mine was like. They were asking us if we wanted to jump on a Zoom call or whatever to catch up, mm. and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we'll." we'll I'll give you a shout. No, no, I was like, I was like, I was like, we'll get something in the calendar, and then we can circle back to make sure. And they were no, just like, "Oh yeah, can we, big man? Yeah, that's that's just brilliant. Yeah, let's all just circle back, why don't we? You fucking prick." And I was just like, "Whoa!" And they were like, "Man, you've been you've been in the America and like corporate world for way too long. Like you're a changed guy." And I was just like, "God damn it." <laughs> Good thing we didn't circle back during World War Two. You're welcome. Circle back. <laughs> circle back. You guys were late. I tell you this all the time. You were late to World War Two. What the fuck? I uh, wasn't even there. Wasn't there. <laughs> I was in the islands <laughs> while I was being thought about. Maybe My grandfather was uh, stationed in Hawaii right after Pearl Harbor. Nice. No way. We, we dug I mean, up some. Nice, but nice. We dug up some old photos of him. Like that's cool. It was wild too. Like. Him just in like in like a it was like like a scene out of Tarzan like he was just <laughs> wearing the like a white like uh, like almost like a diaper yeah yeah where there were little, <laughs> little shorts dungeon, yeah. and him like jumping off cliffs in Hawaii like awesome. twenty five years old like nineteen forties all having the time of his life, of his life. then his. Uh, his lover, who ended up being my grandmother, sent him a message saying, uh, "Before you left, you got me pregnant. So oh. better come back. We better come back." <laughs> Someone wore their Luke, you know, ukulele. Yeah, but uh, anyways, just that's awesome. Yeah, it was cool to see some of those old yeah, photos man, and like it's cool shit. Man. Yeah, it's cool shit. That's awesome. It's uh, part of uh, what kind of keeps this podcast going is tradition and history as well. But uh, I let's think talk about something yeah. that's up and coming. 
that we have to announce. Uh, a little special event yeah. that we've been putting together for the last month or so that we've been teasing for all five listeners of you out there and um, all of the amazing Instagram followers. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we have been working on doing, I think, the first in-person whiskey event of sh- in Chicago since uh, COVID hit the grounds and, you know, redirected life. So uh, we've been working with Bob and all the people here at Fountainhead to do a whiskey tasting that would feature uh, Union Horse and Abelar and also Star Ward. And then we will be also be serving Sagamore and our good friends Brett and Jess that were on the podcast last week. And then also we took pity on Matt Brown and said, yeah, you can come along too. I guess. And Blum Brothers <laughs> if we will must. also be. I did contact Mike and Matt though and said, if you want to come instead of Matt being there, they, you're much more appreciated. But, yeah, but, but we are doing a whiskey around the world um, in-person tasting with about 20 spots. We'll yep. be doing it downstairs in the bar at Fountainhead uh, with the windows open, um, some fans Doors going open. Well. Doors open. Socially distanced where the people, if they come in couples or they come in groups of four, um, up to groups of six. That's right. Yeah. Uh, they can sit, seat with them, their, their party themselves that way and I be distant enough from everybody else. Every guest, um, every solo guest or anybody that is with a pair will have their own table. Oh. Uh, we'll be extremely socially distant. We have enough space down there. We will not be open to the public downstairs. Um, so we think that we can provide a safe and uh, safe and comfortable environment Absolutely. for everybody. And, um, I'll be solo. And, um, and yeah, it would be great. And really, I think this is, and I appreciate you guys reaching out to me about this. Um, when you say whiskey around the world, I think the, the brands that we're going to be featuring, it really gives a unique um, tasting of, we have the local aspect, we have a craft American aspect, we have an Australian aspect, a world single malt aspect, we have a Scotch single malt aspect, There's, we have Maryland rye aspect. I mean, there's really, it's a cool Benalogo. way of showcasing yeah truly whiskey from around the world um i think it'll be great and um with great ambassadors and um and it's 20 bucks yeah and so for 20 bucks you get three samples from each brand from each brand yeah um because i like got three so that's all i can do uh so yeah it's gonna be so i mean it's a great deal um and um you know yeah, so to uh, get back to the whiskey bar will hey. we'll feel good you know uh, it's it will, true yeah it will. i mean that's what you guys it's kind of a little bit of a Grand teaser opening for the whiskey bar. Yes, yeah. 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 Say, I mean, back to opening black. for the whiskey bar, and we, uh, you know, while we want to maintain uh, the, the safest way that we can do it, um, we also want to get you know people back into um, into getting into yeah. whiskey and um, yeah. And this fun. is this has definitely been something that in the works with the three of us, and yeah. uh, we we originally back in oh, on yeah. April fourth, um, we were supposed to have. Uh, a whiskey round the world, you know, round the world of whiskeys, whiskey world, round the whatever it is, right? We were supposed to have an event. Uh, We were going to do a live podcast, actually, at at Shuba's Tavern. Um, But obviously, all of this this kind of struck and it it fell about the pieces. So it'll be nice that while we didn't get to do it when we wanted to, we're going to get we're going to get to to push through and and get it done, you know, and I think some element of it. And I think people are going to love it. You know, I think people are going to absolutely love it. It's great value, like you said. You know, you're, t- you're talking about three samples from each one, and yeah. it's only 20 bucks. It's, like samples. It's, bas- it's basically a dollar oh, sample, so right? We are, t- we are tipping the tax. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> tax and tip, lads. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's great, great, great deal, great offer. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm glad you brought it up that we started this so long ago. That was back in January, I think we yeah, first started. We all we started down in January. In January. Yeah, and, um, and we were really trying to push it there. It was we were approached mostly because of the podcast itself. That we're three guys that do a podcast and we're whiskey ambassadors, 
and it's just something different and unique to offer the customers at Shubas. And we were going to do like a 120 person event. Going to have um, some food, yeah. some drinks, you right. know. Yep. And obviously because of COVID, right. readjust and stuff. But this is something that's awesome to be able to be to present to people, to, to the public, um, being that first event back in Chicago when it comes right. to whiskey. But yep. I also and love the fact that for, you know, for how th- shit works in the universe, this is something actually much better. Personally, I think it's much more intimate. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the option of purchasing as well. Yep. Is the whole the whole point. candy shop the whole will be candy shop's open, Bob? W- w- is open. The yeah. whole candy shop's open. So I'll let Bob talk more on that. And uh, I love listening. And while it, while you know we've obviously we've always talked about how whiskey should never be a um, it should always be inclusive and um, but this will actually be the first like private tasting ever at Fountainhead where we're not oh. open to the public oh. where we're not. You know, so uh, right, exactly. We're so exclusive. I, I know I hate that. So it almost like makes you, but it, we were just, I was just talking, we're talking about it. We're like, oh, this will be the first time that we're downstairs. It's, we're not open to the yeah. public. We're, we're doing a tasting for people. And, but yeah, we're open to them. That's truly an honor. I and mean, so that they can, that uh, cool. and so anybody, we will be able to order whatever else they want afterwards, yeah. go upstairs afterwards. We yeah. can go to the rooftop, hang out. We'll have, uh, uh, certainly, if anybody doesn't want to do the taste, but wants to come and just hang out for the evening, we'll have a featured menu, cocktails and flights from all your guys' brands. Very cool. Uh, if they want to come and just sit upstairs, that's cool, too. So, Great. Um, yeah, next yep. Monday, uh, August 31st, 6 to 8 p.m. Um, there's tickets on Eventbrite. So mm-hmm. you can go on Eventbrite, search Fountainhead, Whiskey Around the World. Yep. It'll pop up right away. Um, get your tickets there. They are very limited at 20 people. If uh, you can't figure it out, DM Fountainhead yeah. Instagram or Keen the Lake Instagram. Email me at yeah. bob at fountainheadchicago.com. If anybody mm-hmm. just, just you know has trouble finding it, you just email me directly and say I can save you a spot too. So, Is there anything else going on like this in Chicago? Uh, is, this a, is this a unique uh, event in Chicago? Uh, this is very fucking unique. <laughs> Damn um, right, baby. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing something a little similar in a couple of weeks, but it's only for like a it's a for a whiskey club, and it's only 12 people, and it's oh, just it's just my brand. It's nothing. And it's nothing like. It's not about bringing people together with brands, in my opinion. So I I, I haven't heard anything. Um, I did, I thought I heard something about a beer one maybe somewhere, but. When I see it, it's mostly on an individual brand basis for this. I mean, we're, the whole podcast is about you know sharing the word of whiskey all around the world and the people behind the bottles as much as the people who are in front of it uh, like us. But uh, I don't think so. I, I really don't. And I'm glad mm. that it's. I was talking to my, my mom about it the other day. She's like, well, how's work going? And I just told her, like, well, we have this whiskey thing. In, in Julia? Uh, no. Julie. 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 Damn. Some call her Jules. God damn. Don't you speak bad about her? Yeah. No, no, no. Watch I just, your, I just, watch I was, your mouth. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to get my, I'm trying to get my, like, my name right. Yeah, you know, trying she, to. She knows about you. I know. I spoke to her on the oh, phone you did. once. Yeah, that's right. You FaceTime her. She's a saint. <laughs> yeah, Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. <laughs> um, but no, it was. I was, and she's like, "Well, how's it going?" I'm like, well, we actually have this event plan. And she's like, "Oh, cool. There's a lot of things going on with that." I'm like, "No, I think we're like the only whiskey event." She's like, "That's pretty cool. You could be the only whiskey event in the city like Chicago." to do that and yeah. obviously to yeah. do it at one of the best whiskey bars in the city and also the country that I get travel for my job a lot well I did get it too <laughs> and <laughs> um, I've been to a lot of top notch places and Fountainhead definitely is on that upper tier level I appreciate that appreciate yeah. the kind yeah, of words well, we appreciate, appreciate you appreciate Aaron yeah. and John letting hey, us Aaron do it well, yeah. yeah I mean we're excited about it man I mean we're you know um, in the terms of in reopening and we obviously we you know wanted to do everything we, we 
you know, held off on opening downstairs. Uh, right. Really, we've only opened down there one night. I opened the bar last Friday. Oh, really? um, just as more or less if people, if we were filled up up here, we didn't have a spot for somebody. Spill, if they wanted to come over. downstairs. Sit by the window. They could sit, yep, might, yeah. yep, exactly. They could come downstairs and have a drink if they felt comfortable with it while they waited for their table or yeah. their reservation time was ending still had drinks or wanted to get another round we had another full seating okay. coming in right. then some people said yeah i'll go downstairs and sit at the bar and have another drink downstairs obviously we have marked tables that are that are des that designated to sit at or not sit at yeah. uh, the spots of the bar are spaced out everything is still at the same level of sanitation and um and safety um open up all the doors get the fans going get as much circulation as we can we can uh, only have about 28 30, exact 30 people downstairs anyways that would be our max capacity okay. um and so it's it's worked it worked out all right um so you know we're um we're gonna see how that goes for the weekends and yeah. um yeah and this and is so this will for be the consumers as it is for us I mean, cause sure. want, and if so if you want to come ask us any questions yeah. mm -hmm. anything about whiskey it doesn't have to be about our brands individually just come and hang out i mean that's the best thing i'm looking forward to the most is being back with people obviously from a distant space where we're doing it professionally and safely because that's the only reason why we're doing this here because right. we know this bar will procure all those Correct. elements of yeah. safety uh, not just for us but for the customers more importantly but uh, what i like about this too and um bob's taking a quick little break but at the same time <laughs> i love that this is practice for bob and for fountainhead right. and maybe for all the other on um, you know other bars and restaurants 100%. that have the outside a warm-up a warm-up like. to what when we cool down a dress rehearsal yeah so it's this is actually a preface to to that i guess you can say because yeah. that that's something that we were talking about just before the podcast we're still not even open re we're not over opening reopening and now we're gonna no. have to soon start thinking about reclosing yeah, yeah. Um, at least patio space let's, 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 well, yeah, let's, let's celebrate the good times before we get to that part of the conversation oh, course, but course, yes course. you're 100% right okay. um, please no no, I, no I, I was just saying before that I think that you know we, we have to we have to try and give bars an opportunity to at least experiment and see how, how it's going to work for right. moving into the moving into the winter you know and because up until now, you know, the bar's been open, thank God, you know, thank mm -hmm. God that local businesses have been able to, to kind of recuperate some of, of, of the things that they lost over over COVID. But, mm. you know, and, and it's a great opportunity just to kind of see how it works and see how comfortable people mm -hmm. are down Absolutely. the stairs yep. before, before you know, we, the race really gets going. And I guess, too, for people, like, we want to, if, if it's okay with you, Bob, um, <laughs> we want to do more of these, you know, like, because I'm it's not just, a, it, you know, 20 people might come, but mm -hmm. obviously it's going to be, there's been a lot of questioning, I think, self-reflection on people. Like, do I want to go into a bar with people I don't know? Um, because maybe you haven't been into a bar. Maybe you've only been on a patio. Maybe you haven't even been out yet. Uh, there's a lot of questions that kind of in there, but we'll make sure everything's safe from that standpoint. So will Fountainhead. Yep. Um, and we would love to do these, you know, if every other week or every every night. once a month. <laughs> every <laughs> night, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but an idea is not, we don't want this to represent our brands, but it's to have it with all of our friends and all the brands that we can have out there. So, you know, like speaking to like Jamie and Ian and all those guys that aren't involved with this first one, but hopefully we can bring them into a second one. But those will only happen, I guess, if you guys show up, the public. True. Yeah. I, I mean, it's all, like you said, Jake, it's all, it's on the consumer. It's on the people who actually are within a neighborhood. They're whiskey geeks, want to try something new that, you know, they're tired of the handles at, you know, your local, you know, big box stores or yeah. your local regular shops. Try something new. Try something different. Spend some time with other people 
Which um, Jess alluded to last week on the podcast, but I thought that was a great topic to bring up about how people are starting to, hey, what is, what's going on in the other yeah, part of the bourbon section, not yeah. just mm-hmm. um, going to your that Old Forester and yeah. to your Jim Beams mm-hmm. as we're enjoying a nice new uh, Jim Beam but bourbon. But I do like the Old Tub. Yeah. I guess that's what they call a segue, ladies and gentlemen. I love it. Um, we are drinking some Old Tub now. I really enjoy it. Your first tub. drink of it? This is my first drink of it, and I really enjoy it. So it's a, un- it is, it is it's a, a bottle and bond unfiltered. This is the night of the circus, folks. Ooh, I love that. Fuck yeah. This candy is, peanuts. Ooh, this is a night at the circus. I really enjoy this. Um, so shout out to Chris and Mikey for Sunday Night Fights. Yep. They celebrated their one-year anniversary um, doing their show on Instagram Live, which yep. you should check out every Sunday night. Well, not every other. Whatever. They followed them on Instagram, Sunday Night Fights. Um, but they did a uh, kind of a pairing between Old Tub and Early Times Bottle and Bond. And they, I shockingly, this won the fight. Yeah, I, I thought I thought early times was gonna win. You know right. me, I'm a Bean fan, but right. uh, near and dear to my heart. But I, I, I actually, I actually thought early times still kind of won it. I think okay. um, from nose to finish, it's it has all those consistent flavors to it. Gotcha. Because um, this one is so cinnamony on the nose. It tastes like I, I said. Yeah. Said this. I commented on the show too, saying it's like Boston peanuts. Well, it's like opening up a big yeah. red wrapper, oh, so yeah. like it kind of yes. comes in there right now. Yep. But it has that beam nut quality to it, vanilla, That's earthy. That's what I love about yeah. the beam is the, the nut quality of it. Well, and that speaks a lot to I think to the limestone. Um, True. With those calcium, calcium kind of sticking more to that and creating those other fats to it, obviously, but it creates consistency to it um, and flavor with all their whiskeys. But, yeah, this I is mean, fun. it's a $23 bottle here in Chicago. I've heard it as low as 18 in Indiana. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, it's a limited release, but it's an unfiltered bottled and bond. bond. Yeah. Yep. B.O.B. Bottled and bond. Yeah, so it's. I think it Bonded kind of going back to early times, it could potentially replace that on your um, $23, $24 yes. bottle because mm-hmm. we don't know what's going to happen to early very times. Very true. That's Sazerac a very good point. Yeah, out. I agree with so you. So that was a great choice by Mikey and Chris to um, choose those two whiskeys to yeah. compare for their one-year anniversary show. But definitely yeah. check out their show because it was a great time. That was fun. That was actually um, – I got drunk. I, I wish I had <laughs> a bottle of each because I'm like, man, I'm really missing out. But I had a fucking good time watching these two fight it out. Yeah. So I, I didn't I didn't tune into um, Sunday Night Fights. How does it work? What does it What does it do? I, obviously, yeah. I've got yeah. I'm following Instagram yeah. and everything. Oh but yeah, I've, never no, I've heard of it too. One. But I've, I've actually oh, it's so great. Watched it, one it, it's so. great. It, honestly, it's one of those things where once you sit down and like everyone's so social on it's it's the definition of social media because Very it's true. two guys doing their show on Instagram Live, Chris and Mikey. So I sit down with two bottles. Um, and you know they talk about the brand a little bit, where it came from, why they chose it, mm-hmm. and then they pour one glass and they sniff it. They, l- they also want your re- interaction. What are you thinking as a crowd? And they'll yeah. they, they, and they're following up on it. Which when we do Instagram Live, I'm terrible at. Like what did they say? I have bad eyes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I also can't uh, multitask. So they're essentially encouraging people that are watching it to go and grab a bottle well, and yeah. to yeah. And to sit in virtually yeah. and do it. That yeah, because they, they they advertise it the week before, yeah. you know, and it's like. All right, this Sunday we've got yeah. X versus Y, and you guys should pick up a bottle, and then. But and they had sixty people tuned in the entire time, yeah. which doesn't sound like a lot of people. But on but Instagram you, Live, yeah. right? Exactly. It's a shit ton of people. You turn in, like, turn in these big distillers are doing Instagram lives all the time, and there's like seven, eight people watching, and these are yeah. like the biggest brands in the world. But these guys mm. have cultivated uh, the bourbon community, the online whiskey community to come in, That's pay attention, awesome. and not just pay attention, but and also that consistency interact. as well. You know, right. like if you're doing it consistently enough, mm-hmm. people are going to be like, "Oh, actually, I quite like Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. You turn, know, turn into a Sunday I, night ritual." Yeah, 
Sunday. Yeah, why don't I do it every Sunday? You know, pick a couple of bottles up, try it all out. And usually it's expressions that are under forty dollars, so you're not busting the bank to go get it. Good point. Very good point. And it's a lot of bottles too. People already have them in their back bar. Your everyday whiskey, your everyday bourbons, your everyday rice. Right. Right. Those sort of things. So it's not a big effort. It's not a lot of people. No. It's not a Sunday night fights of Pappy and. And it's not Pappy. People are Pappy versus Eagle Rare Seventeen. Weller. Yeah. Right. Weller. Weller campus my Sunday night flight. Weller twelve versus Weller one hundred seven. Yeah. So it's always a great way. For this, these two bottles, you spend a less than fifty dollars. Yeah, that's fun. That's then, a, that's awesome. That's great a great. Bottles, that's right? a great thing. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. think that's great. So yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. a fun way, and they usually do about three to four rounds of going of nosing it, tasting okay. it, and then do they finish. go? Do they do? They add water. They do like with or without water, or just as or just. Um, mix up. They, they mix might. Up, surely. A lot of people do it on their own. They'll say, "Hey, I dropped the water water in this. You should see how it tastes." And right. It up. Right. So I think that more comes from. They usually do it. I think they usually do it straight. Yeah. I, okay. I agree. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But I then they so as well. People join in, and that interaction gives you different variety of, uh, you know, out, out viewpoints to mm-hmm. have. For it. It's amazing, right? That like, on your phone. You yeah. can have access to that. Like, yeah. I, I'm just thinking about that there. You know, they got 60 people right. probably around the United States, right. maybe even around the around world. The world. There's two guys, at least two guys from England I know are on there. Right. So there's people around the world who are watching two guys out here in the Midwest. Like, well, Scotty or Mikey is in uh, New Orleans. Right. So we mm. all across the United States. Yeah. The just, Rye Club. Yeah. Every Sunday night, just talking, talking about two Orleans. different. Two different whiskeys, you know. I love New Orleans. I love that. City. I love New Orleans. Gritty, Shout out to New Orleans. Shout out to New Orleans. Gritty, I, love, I love that place. We should do a Keen the Lake whiskey trip to New Orleans. Oh. Yes, we wait, should. Wait, this is the thing, yes. you know. I think I think that in some one of the silver linings of COVID is the fact that people are like, man, we had all these opportunities to travel before and we did fuck all. Like, what we need to do now when when <laughs> things when things start to open up, we need mm-hmm. to start throwing some money around, man. I want instead to of, instead of spending four hundred bucks. Mm. A month and and you know going to different bars and going out for dinner or whatever we should save it and go to New Orleans and record a Keenan Lake podcast there while we eat beignets and stuff alligator down yes. ourselves. <laughs> oh beignets, mm. beignets. What is it? Uh, what is it? Cafe I've Cafe de, du Monde. Or? Cafe, yeah, Du Monde. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I have actually good friends of mine that um, couple that own a bar in uh, in New Orleans, not on Bourbon Street or or in the quarter. They're in Mid City. Um, and they so what you're saying is that's where we'll record. Oh yeah, that's where we'll record. <laughs> we'll record at the Mid City Yacht Club. Or at, Mike, or at Mikey. Home bar, and they they own a condo. <laughs> they own a condo up here right by the bar in Buena. Oh, uh, oh the, the, hus- really? the husband went to Loyola, and so mm, when I yeah. worked at the bar, oh Ramblers. When I worked at the bar in Buena, I became <laughs> friends with them <laughs> when they would come in town. And did you go to Loyola? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, of course. So there's some connection there. Yeah, We've got bro. some alumni, alumni here. Yeah, and so they would. They I became friends with them from them I coming to the bar in Buena, and uh, I've stayed with them. Uh, when I've gone down to New Orleans, and so they did a um, a quarantine and got tested before, and then drove up mm. from New Orleans, and they're in town uh, for the week. Oh, sweet. And so I actually this met week. with him. Yeah, this week. So I oh, actually they're met. here. Yeah, they're here. Yeah. So I actually met with the, with, the, with the husband uh, the so other when night. Hold at on, the bar just hold on. When are we going to Bar and Buena? <laughs> right, right. I got to reach out to them and see when they're. Uh, well, man, like fucking hook, hook a brother up. Let's go. So, bar, let's go. Let's go Bar and Buena. We do plan on getting drunk all day on Sunday watching soccer. So let's go Bar and Buena. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was great. To, so it was just great to see him and then talk about what he's experienced in the restaurant. Okay. And bar scene yeah. down there, and you know, and how they're navigating. Oh man, that would be that's a great conversation because New Orleans is its own. It's different. It's its own beast, man. It's, it's like, its own beast. Hey, if, it's they, different. if they if they have time to record a podcast while they're up here, yeah, let us know. Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll reach out to them. Yeah. I'll see if Boris is around. How long have you known? We're trying to get a hundred. I've known them now for five five years probably. 
uh, yeah, they've they're just they're amazing people, <laughs> and they've got a great little bar down there, Two and six. I've they've yeah. been, they've hosted me when I've gone down there, and oh, cool. what's the bar called down there? It's called Mid City Yacht Club. Oh, so it's got it's not talk about exclusivity, lads. We're talking about I feel like that's a great place to get a highlight. No, it is. It's a great place to get a highlight. It really is. That's what we need to do. We need to do the Key in the Lake tour of High Life Bar. Yacht Club is a ironic term in America. I I I figured like. Yeah, they've got a great blend of kind of like your somewhat of a sports bar, but a little, but a little bit of a higher end, so, you know, nice. okay, not yeah, higher yeah. end selection, but sure. yeah. no, no, they, no, they mix fair. it up um, and they've got, you know, this great courtyard patio that's out back. And I thought you were going to say a higher end saloon and, and I was like, that's oxymoronic. It's a, it's a cool little, it's that's a cool, cool little spot. Yeah. Um, Mid-City Yacht Club. Shout out to Jeremy and MJ. Boris and MJ up here. Is it? With is it right out? Is it a different district of New Orleans, or is it in the uh, French? It's quarter? not in the. It's not in the quarter. It's, it's um. Okay. It's in mid cities, a little, little neighborhood. It's maybe a ten. So 10 right to 15 minute the whole bullshit. Uber ride. Yeah, yeah it's right okay, outside gotcha. all that stuff. The last time I was in New Orleans, uh, a friend of mine, Doogie Taylor, um, he's one of two Doogie Taylors that I'm very, very good friends with. There's two of them? There's two Doogie Taylors. They're both from Dunfermline, and I both met, both, and I met them both playing basketball. It's a bit confusing. But anyway, hmm. this Doogie Taylor, he's from, he lives in, uh, he lives in OH, and uh, he lives in Columbus. He works for a, works for Abercrombie Fitch and Hollister and all that out there. And he's been in the United States for years. But every year he does uh, Taylor's annual sports tours. And what he does is he gets all his mates and he, you know, he chats to his mates and he says, right, here are the, here are the games that you're, oh, al- yeah. here, here are the games that you can come to. And what he does is he picks a weekend. He goes to see a big college game on the Saturday and then an NFL game on the Sunday. Nice. Um, so we flew down to New Orleans. Oh, that's right. He rented a car. We had a Mustang. You know, it was full on American <laughs> styling. Uh, we were up to Baton Rouge uh, to see LSU. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. to see Definitely. Mr. Burrows throw touchdowns, um, and then you probably uh, threw like fifteen. Oh, uh, that that day that day was a that day was a a, a a team that was what do you guys call it? Mickey Mouse team. Mickey oh, Mouse oh, team. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, one of the division a, two. Just a warm up, like Middle Tennessee or something. Oh, they they, God, they yeah. turned up. Those they, games should never happen. I, they I turned agree. up and they put like a hundred points on this, these poor guys. Break the morale of a but when we were there, kid. when we were there, I actually um, I actually shook hands with Shaq. Shaquille oh. O'Neal, he was walking by, and obviously that wouldn't happen now. You know, you'd hold out and he'd have to fist bump you, and then you'd both hand sanitize and all that. <laughs> but back in the day, back in the glory days, I was like, I ran down to the front because we were maybe eight rows from the front, and I saw this humongous human being walking <laughs> the side, and I was like, Oh my God, it's Shaquille! I was like, down to the front, and I was like, Shaq, what's up, man? And he was like, What's up, baby? And his hand, it was honestly, it was, it was, like, almost, it was honestly your- like trying to shake hands with a tent, like. Or Did you say taint? A taint. Oh, oh my god! Taint. Come on, Sorry. man! Uh, Come on! Sorry, I'm just clarifying. I'm clarifying. I'm clarifying. Just, it, or, or almost like someone had two hands. That was, his hand was humongous. But after that, we drove uh, from LSU down to uh, down to New Orleans mm. to watch the Saints in the oh, yeah. in the Superdome, and. That day, you know, we, we did we did three dinners that day. We went went to Acme for the, the oysters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chargrove oysters, absolutely love them. I looks prefer like, Felix's, I was going to say, I, I was going to say. Felix. Looks I'm, like a, I'm, a feel, Felix's I'm a Felix's guy. Right across the street from Acme. But in New Orleans, man, it's almost like, it's it's almost like that you're in a little bubble. You yeah. know, you, oh, you live in this great. like. Yeah. It's the you're living somewhere else. It it's the closest. Like it's the closest thing to not being in America. Like you, you well, just, yeah. I mean, you're below sea level. How yeah. many feet? <laughs> and, I mean, and, it was, and it was it was founded before the United States was. Right. Technically, yeah. I mean, so that's, that's a very good point. But very the good food, point. The culture, the drinks, the music, like, the music. Oh. There's just so much there, and it's so vibrant. In fact, it's Sexy. probably. 
behind Chicago, Chicago's my favorite city in America, mm. I have to admit. But behind Chicago, New, New Orleans, Orleans is, is New Orleans city. is up there, man. It's, yeah. it's so where, good. Where does Des Moines rank? Des Moines? Uh-huh. Des Moines, Iowa? Yeah, the monks. <laughs> uh, I'd say Des Moines, Iowa. Well, it has the High Life Lounge and the Royal Mile. It's the only place I've got a tenant, so it's definitely Damn. top five. If it's open. That wasn't taint, by the way. It was tenants. That's, that's, <laughs> I was just like, I still don't understand what Someone the fuck Someone take you said. me in a po- a, <laughs> tent, a tent, like a, like a Casa de Campaña, you know, like a... Como, a little, como un campo? Like a, a... A tent? Like a big material thing that you sleep in in the countryside. A camping so you are, tent? A camping you, tent. So you are comparing Shaq's hands to a tent. Like, like you know when you know when a tent's not got the poles and that in it? <laughs> they don't have baseball in Scotland, so you couldn't say catcher's mitt. Yeah, I mean, I would have said that. I suppose that was Who probably said that? as far as metaphors go. It wasn't. It wasn't the best. Well, according Shaq, to Shaka, I'm I'm really sorry, man. According to our last episode's guest, Brett said that his coworker April is the second most popular person at LSU next to Shaq. Oh yeah. No, there's no way. Yeah. Yes. She's a, she's like she was love Shaq University. She he said that she can shout out to April, uh, <laughs> that she can get club seats. Did she not just get married? She could get married. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Is that We've right? never met her. <laughs> I, I have. I've met her. Oh, right. Yeah, I've met her. But, yeah, Brett, assume, uh, he uh, declares that. You mentioned the the Saints thing going on Watch the Saints, something that I've experienced Dude, being down there. It's like, live, the, it's like being in a drum. It, the, and the connection, the, the fandom of following up the – I don't know why. Maybe it is because there's not a ba- necessarily a baseball team from New Orleans. Yeah. Um, they do have the Pelicans. But the New Orleans Saints, that city is so diehard. The connection yeah. they have to that team is, yeah. is crazy. Like, I, I don't know why. I'm not sure why it struck me. But it was like everywhere I went, the one time I went down there during football season, it was like everywhere was New Orleans Saints stuff. I mean, yeah. And they were never good until Drew Brees came. Like, right. never. Right. Well, Drew, how long has Drew, Drew been there? Uh, about 10 years. No, long, 2005. I and mean, came, he came over, like, right either right oh, before right. or right after Katrina. Right after I was Katrina. And, then they, and then they won the Super Bowl, I think, maybe a year or two after yeah. Katrina. Yeah, I think 06 was and so I think year. that has a lot to do with that, right. coming out of Katrina, they had rebuilding. The, there. the yeah. team wins the Super Bowl. I agree. There was, and they always had that connection to that city, too. Yeah. Well, um, and the Mannings. Yeah, the game the game that we went to see was cool. I think it was I think it was against the Panthers. You shouldn't have brought up New Orleans. I don't know why we brought. Up. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm right. gonna stop no, talking. Okay. Going it, it, it was it was against the Panthers. Yeah, about the Louisiana Purchase as well. I mean, it has right. a lot to do with bourbon. So, yeah. so when it's we true. were there, my my there friend, is bourbon history down at Mississippi. Doogie, Doogie Taylor himself is a genius at finding cheap tickets. Like I don't know how he does it, but every single game he he, he pulls out all the stops. Which Doogie is this? The, the, doogie, the doogie. doogie from OHIO. The good Doogie. The Oh, don't say the good Doogie. The bad Doogie. I hate that. Um, <laughs> and so we were sitting three rows from the front in the club section. We got $130 a head, right? And the people around us were all New Orleans fans, and they were nut jobs. Like, They're crazy. The, the, that, that game versus the Panthers, the Panthers had um, – Panthers missed several kicks, and they had a kick to win the game. It was oh, November 24th game, last yeah. year. Yeah, really they had a kick. It, was, yeah. it went into overtime, and they had a kick to win the game, and they missed it. And uh, the police went absolutely Wasn't there a kicker on fire that mental. year, too, until that game? Yeah, he, he Grand just – Grand I, I, I can't remember, but no. he, he just – he absolutely bottled right. it. Absolutely bottled it. And live, being in the overtime and them missing the kick to win – it was honestly like being inside, trapped inside a drum because obviously there's that kind of roof on it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the sound just reverberates. And I remember uh, speaking to Doogie beside me, I couldn't hear him hmm. from where, like, we were, we were literally 30 centimeters, 40 centimeters away from each other. I could not hear what he was saying. Wow. Like, you had to shout. 
Um, how many? I, how many? How many centimeters is, is that in it's inches? Like a, it's like because we're fifth, in America 14 now. Fourteen inches, thirteen so inches. You were there November twenty fourth last <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the Panthers. I was, I was there. I wasn't there. We we That's weren't so there cool. at that time. I actually went. Uh, you know, I went to uh, New Orleans with those Samu. That's right. Me and Samu went to New Orleans for a few days last year, <sighs> but I was. I think it was a week or two before you. Before. Uh, was, we were there early November. Uh, uh, even even in November. I think Samu should take us to New Orleans. Shout out to Samu. Samu. I saw Samu on the uh, street corner last week. I want to go to the Mid City <laughs> Yacht Club, man. In front That's of the It's a great place. <laughs> you saw him just. It, in front of all we were at I the Nile and, back, I go and to he was in the front. And we walked by. <laughs> Salutations! Yes. <laughs> Salutations. I'm across the street and I'm like, there's Samu. My, my wife's like, do you know that guy? I'm like, nope. No. <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah, I mean. Uh, all New Orleans is such a special man. spot, man. Oh, such it's a special, it's a special, it's a special place. And, and, I, and I hope that they lately. can withstand yeah, all this too. There's a lot of there's a lot of talk about there's, traveling, there's guys. A lot of nostalgia for traveling. You know, I, yeah. I think that, I think that there's there's something in the books there. There's there's an idea brewing. Yeah, there is. And it's only a matter of time before Keep we rope everybody in. Mm-hmm. Key in the lake Euro trip. <laughs> That would be insane. I was actually saying we aren't paying for it, but if we can say we're, <laughs> we're looking it. for sponsors. Yeah, <laughs> looking for sponsors. I was saying to Jake that I would love to fly into Lisbon or Portugal, anywhere in Portugal, really. Fly in and buy a van. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy, but buy a big van, like eight, nine seater van, right? Maybe even more, twelve. Get get spicy. Get a bunch of people inside. Yeah. and just fire in a bunch of people into the van. Forget and drive. <laughs> Drive the south coast, like the Mediterranean coast, all the way into Italy. So Ooh. go through the south of Portugal, into the south of Spain. Go to the go to like go visit the sherry houses in Spain. Then up through all the wineries up there on the east coast, mm. into the south of France. Right, you know Montpellier. Well, you start talking nice. about France, bro. He's gonna come over here and. She's going to get in on it. She started talking about France. And into the south of France and then into Italy, you know, visit all these beautiful wineries, oh. all that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. That, sounds, that is an area uh, that I have not been van. to. I've not been to in the south of France. I have not been to Portugal, Spain. That sell the van I for profit. I have been in that, that region. don't do this. I've been looking into it. We sell the van in Italy. None so of this can do, happen. You, be quiet. You know, right? Be quiet. Right? None of this don't, can happen. Don't you dare you destroy this. My passport is no. shot right now. <laughs> well, he, I mean, my he, passport's he worth go, nothing. None of us can go. Right. Yeah, yeah, I can go. <laughs> well, I actually can't. I can't get into Europe right now. Really? No, I could get into Scotland. I could get into the UK. Oh, yeah. But I'd need to spend two weeks in the UK before then I went yeah, to Europe. Can right, I, like, right. somehow fit in your bag? And right. I've never... Uh, I don't know why... Uh, with all this stuff going on and the c- current social climate and mm-hmm. ongoing uh, presidential change. election and oh ev- and yeah. with the cur- you know just with everything happening, it was like there's there was a moment that I did have. I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm like I want to get just get a dog and go to the foothills of Scotland and I'll just go work at a distillery and live, live by myself. Live my and, days and, and just I, and I'm just and be I, by just, just be, and connect be, yeah. connecting yeah. all these things. All there was a job in the terrible thing. Do you know the happened. Aran Islands and um, <laughs> Isle of Arran? Oh, the Isle of Arran? No, no, no. Aran Islands off of uh, off Galway area, more of I Ireland. I took a stroll in the old. Oh, uh, not, not Galway, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's the giant Let's rock on the west coast there? Hebrides. The giant wall. Giant wall. Hadrian's in Ireland on the west coast. Giant Causeway. No, that's north. No clue. I don't know. But anyway, there's this, there's this island chain called the Aran Islands. Spelled okay. the same way, too. Oh, it is spelled? Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but they were there. We went there on our 
some trip at one point. The wife and I, pre-wife. Well, pre-wife, wife. Same. Oh no, I proposed there. Oh, no, okay. Day before I proposed. Uh, anyway, but uh, we went there and it was just a great little island town. And then we found on some website that there's a coffee roaster there, and they were like, "Come live in our little shop." And be a coffee roaster for like nine months and help us out on our little farm here and just and you can bring a dog too. I'm like, why are we not doing this? Oh, that's cool. So yeah. my that parents, cool. I'm like, let's just go, forget life. In the in the that middle of cool. right. in the middle of the River Forth in Scotland. So the River Forth separates the River Forth separates America. The River Forth separates Highlands and the Lowlands. Um, no, it separates Fife, which is a small <laughs> county where I'm from. And like the Lothians, which is where Edinburgh is, and in the middle of the River Forth, there's a tiny, tiny island where there's an abbey on the island. It's called Inchcombe. What's on the River Fifth? <sighs> and so, <laughs> and so, my parents actually got married on that island. Oh, Michael Donald! Shout out to Michael Donald! Michael, Michael Donald! Michael Donald! Hey! Um, and so my parents, <laughs> my parents got mar- married on that island, and. Uh, there was oh. once, years ago, they were looking for a caretaker of that island. Right. And my dad seriously started looking into the job because he was like, he, he loves, obviously, the River Forth. You know, they they, used, they met on a boat that they both worked on, on oh, the river. Wow. Um, and then th- they ended up getting married on, on Inchcombe Island in the abbey there. Like, there's like a, like a dilapidated a- a- abbey that was, oh. you know, from years ago where the monks used to live. And they got married in there. Um so, you know, there are those jobs. Those right. jobs are they out are, there. You know, are. Bob, we c- I can have a peek on LinkedIn for you if you want. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I was going to say just before. I hope Aaron's listening to this. Just to kind of tie tie the uh, the NFL thing and the traveling together, I, w- I was saying to Jake that last night I was doing a tasting with two ex-NFL guys, uh, Eric uh, Metcalf nice. and uh, Charles Arbuckle. They, they are massive. They're, ma- they're massive, uh, massive but, uh, uh, whiskey fans. Hmm. Colts was the last team he played. Metcalf was with, um, and so th- I was chatting to them, and I was like, "Man, the, the next time you guys are in Chicago, there's only one place you got to be. And that's Fountainhead for Ooh. a podcast with Key in the Lake, man." And and they were super chuffed. So they were they're big, big Abuna fans. I'm sure that they'd love oh, to nice. taste all this all this stuff here. Um, Where they live now? Uh, so Eric is in Seattle. Uh, Charles uh, Buck. Is the uh, he's got his own podcast called Chopping Up with Buck. Huh? Buck is in uh, North Carolina, Charleston, and the other guy that was yeah, on the South call, Carolina. South Carolina, South Carolina sorry, South Carolina. and That's the good. other guy, Stanley, was on. He he must be North Carolina then, because we had both Carolinas representing. Gotcha. But these, it was amazing to hear these guys talking about whiskey because, you know, sometimes I feel like, feel like obviously ex athletes or whatever. I'm like, what are they going to do with their life? And obviously, all they want to do is smoke great cigars and drink great whiskey. You know, sounds like a good life. It's a great life. Do you know that? I do. I did it last night. Oh, yeah. You did say you had, <laughs> you had some sticks. Yeah, I got some sticks from... Uh, what were they? Dominicans? Uh, uh, no, they were all Maduros. One from Cuba, one from uh, Nicaragua, and the other one was actually rolled in New Orleans. To- New Orleans? Honestly, yeah. New Orleans? And it was dipped in um, rum. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. It was one of those little kitschy type of things. But one it was of, really one of the things that I love about cigars, and I, I know this obviously isn't the cigar podcast, but one of the things that I love about it is that it reflects so much of whiskey, like the mm-hmm. care, attention to detail, true, true. you know, the 
the the culture of it you know it's often it's often a generational thing True, um, yeah. and you have these small houses that are producing their own kind of craft bespoke cigars yes uh, there's a lot of maturation that goes into it you yeah. know there's depending on the color and the, yeah. and the smell like yeah. it will give you a different flavor it's it's really yeah. fascinating and stuff the, the i'm not a big cigar smoker because it sends me though, it's phenomenal it sends the me into the stratosphere yeah uh, if i have a cigar but um <laughs> it is a super it's a super interesting part of of it's oh, uh I, I think it's it's it, i agree with you wholeheartedly the community within uh, the sub the sub community within cigar smoking is just very uh very supportive and makes sharing a lot easier i mean you can you can share a lot more cigars than you can whiskey depending on what whiskey you're sharing and whatnot so. how are things back home how how, In how Scotland? yeah how's like i know they're they're kind of still mostly shut down yeah like uh, scotland's it, taking it really seriously yeah yeah I you can know imagine um, so. so england for example uh england the b- uh, bars are open gyms are open in scotland patios are open but like they still haven't the opened pubs, the gyms you know right um, pubs are still pubs are open if they've got like a patio or whatever it might be yeah. but unfortunately you know i, I think i think they're maybe running at 25 percent inside right. but I, yeah. I don't i don't know exactly right um to be honest uh the the schools are back so there's obviously yeah. something mm. going on there. You know, there, there, there is some kind of movement on that front. But I think Scotland, you know, it has taken it seriously. You know, in the, in the north of Scotland, where, where our good man Graham lives, he... Graham! Graham, he's El- the master Elgin, at, Elgin uh, area? Well, he's, he's uh, Keith, it's called, which okay. is near, it's in Speyside. Okay. So Graham, obviously master still of Rabelara, he... Uh, he was saying that you know things are things are quiet up north. Quiet, you know, there's not a lot of cases because lot. no one right. lives there, man. There's no population right. density, yeah. and even yeah. in Edinburgh, which is, and well, the biggest city in Scotland is Glasgow. Glasgow. Even then, it's not a, it's, not, it's not massively dense, you right. know. So th- they haven't had a lot of trouble, yeah. you know, which is that's, great. That's so good. that's good. But uh, the distilleries are still the distilleries are, are cranking, man. Cranking. They're cranking. Good. Yeah, they're cranking. You know, and obviously they were doing. Uh, a lot of Pernod's distilleries are making hand sanitizer and whatnot, and that's still going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Aberlour's Aberlour's firing it out. They're they're still they're still cranking out out uh, new make. So uh, it's obviously that's not shutting them down that it's much. I think they, there the was a shutdown economy. for a, a short period of time, maybe right. two three weeks or something. Mm-hmm. But when they realised that you know that there was no one up there, you know, there was no one to get. There was no one really to get uh, get infected. You know, there's barely any people living in the north of Scotland. Yeah. But um, it affected the tourism up there. Yeah, lot. there's. I think they've just started to open up the tourism, like distilleries now for, for tourists. Yeah. Yeah. But that's very, very yeah, recent. Right. Um, but you know, the the distilleries were open for 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 work. work. You know, they were yeah. open yeah. to produce, but not were open for production, but not for not for tourism. So yeah, and unfortunately, the Kentucky distilleries are starting to close back down yeah. for tourism too. They yeah. were open for a little bit, and now not all of them, but uh, some of the bigger ones. And I think a lot of the places have limited their hours as well, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, which is sad because we it were thinking about sad. taking a trip down there, a uh, personal um, moment to reflect on. But it's also sad because you know it's a part, of, a large part of the tourism that happens there now over the last seven to eight it years. Drive, in drives that economy. I mean, right. you know, I mean. Those hotels are. But those hotels. Summer. I mean that. I mean yeah. That and even just, for like the Derby. Right. I mean, the Derby. It's been limited capacity. So much. That was supposed to be recently, right? Since the fifth. Uh, okay. September. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I don't know. If they're trying to get to hundred. They're running the race. They're running. They're running are they even every other allowing? box is open? Okay. Um, I think it's it's like no end. No pit. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, you can't do that. Uh, actually, if you want to buy a box, <laughs> it ranges from twenty eight hundred to one hundred twenty thousand dollars. I've looked into it. So. 
so crazy. Hey guys, it's only four hundred dollars a head Oof. for eight people. Shh. That's fucking a third of my rent. It's <laughs> a third of my rent. Yeah, damn. Good point. Good point. But we could do it. We could do it. We could. It's we the could. only traveling we'll if do. If we this all year. share the same seer sucker shirt every Ooh. hour, we'll like switch out. <laughs> no. I don't think so. <laughs> I, bought you, turns, I bought you. Take I bought turns you a, of watching the derby. We've I got bought you thirty-six people in the parking lot just waiting to come in and have yeah. the next set of twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, only, then, hey, look, if we took forty-eight people, then it'd only be a hundred bucks ahead. <laughs> it is strange right. though when you see people that are traveling here in Chicago, like they're low their, they show up in their minivans up to a hotel, and kids get out. You're like, what are you? What are you doing? Like, right. where are you? Gonna, where are you going? Go? Where are you going to go? There's no yeah. baseball games to go to. Bars and restaurants are very limited. Um, I think Make some of the museums are open, but uh, I don't. It, it's just strange. Like, Navy Pier shutting down after Labor yeah, Day. That's right. I just saw that. Yeah. That's true. Just just preemptively. Or yeah. 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 Well, the, they, or they and they haven't had any of the tourism or. They're down like twenty eight million dollars. Yeah. Like that. It's it's bad. It's really bad. So they're shutting down at least until the spring of twenty twenty one. But it was shocking. To see, uh, I saw. A stat I mean, well, that the, and the places that 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 I mean, you know. Um. Places that pay rent there. I right. Mean, some of those places, it's like twenty grand a month. Sure, you want to operate a Navy Pier, so. And how many of those places? Do they how many of those take places even are even getting right. twenty grand a month just in sales? Shalaji or Let alone your cost of operations. Mm-hmm. Let alone your purchasing. I mean everything. I mean you can't. You I know, don't see how any place could be profitable there right now. You know the. I'm, and I could be completely wrong on that. I'm just. No, I, mean, it, I mean, you have more insight in that in that regard. Yeah. Hey, it's it's just it's a it accumulates or. It, it's kind of just uh, encompasses everything that's happening in Chicago overall. I mean, I get off, I get off to go on Lakeshore or Lower Lakeshore to go on the interstate a lot, and there's a little sign right there on Grand Ave that says how many parking spots are available at Navy Pier, and it's always like 857, <laughs> you know, <laughs> 103, yeah. which usually it's like 10. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, even the parking. So yeah. Right. Think about think about the revenue that brings in the Navy Pier from just parking. Right. Yeah, it's a uh, bummer. Yeah, and I think you know using that. That phrase we were talking about circling back into we were talking about events and <laughs> and and how events Shout are good how events friends in Scotland how Thanks events lots. can take place and as we yeah. you know have to kind of look into that we're in you know we're the last sort of stretch of summer right. theoretically here in Chicago and where we go what happens if we don't see the wow in Chicago has kind of flattened the numbers. Um, over the last several weeks, they've kind of stayed pretty steady. There hasn't been the sharp decline to allow things to reopen more. Um, how we go about that? And I was actually just having a conversation. Uh, we've been fortunate enough to do the um, Black Wednesday event of the release of Goose Island Bourbon County Stout, which yeah. is oh, probably nice. the biggest beer event in the city has been for years. And mm-hmm. we've been fortunate enough to be one of the few places that do the draft release Sweet. the day, the night before Thanksgiving, before the off-premise big thing on Friday. And mm-hmm. Right. It crossed my mind a couple of weeks ago, and I just was like, oh, I don't, I, I don't see how that ever happens. And I was actually just speaking with the the Goose Island guys yesterday, and like they all they approached me and said, Hey, will you guys still be interested in doing this event? I said, Well, of course I'd be interested right. in doing the event. Yeah. How how we do it how is, we is the, how it, we yeah. facilitate it. And yeah. um, at first, the thought is is terrifying of having lines out the door and. Uh, we we would never do that, um, especially right now. But we were looking at it like, okay, there's there's ways that we can be creative with it, right? So we can only let's just um, let's envision that we're at the same situation that we are now, where we can only have 25% capacity, so 30 people in it at a time, mm-hmm. downstairs, right? So we're looking at, so okay, here's you could do timed 
you essentially do reservations, ticketed event, s- times of 3 to 4.30, yep. reset 5 to 6.30, mm-hmm. reset 7 to 8.30, reset 9 to 10.30. Buy your ticket ahead of time. That gets you two to three drafts and then a 10-ounce growler to go. That seems fair. I love it. Yeah, I think it's a Buy great it before, right? We can even do, depending on how the weather looks, we can even do some drafts up here. Yeah, you can do a freeze so You out. can even yeah. have 30, 20 yeah, people, people, people that it. come in through the side door on Damon that come upstairs. Then the people come in through the main door and mm-hmm. sit downstairs, right? Yeah. And then your to-go comes from the market. So we have three different access it's points. It's like Tetris, isn't it, really? Right. <laughs> and then and it was <laughs> and while I, won't, I wouldn't say it's, it's – Funded to, but uh, to look at this and be like, all right, how can we get creative in and yeah. still maintaining a safe way yeah, of doing right. one of these big things that people, you know, the beer get guys a, freak out get about. Get a local coffee vendor up here too, if it's cold out, and then that way people can have a coffee Dude, if they wanted to. You know, while Bob, up here. just shut so. down Montrose, man. <laughs> shut it down. Yeah, I, honestly though, why wouldn't they? Shut it down. Get with the goose eyes. Hey, you're, goose. You're in Malt Row. Shut right. well, down. That might be a goose problem. Yes. You know, yeah. <laughs> shut down Montrose itself yeah. from Damon to uh, the Brown Line. Shut it down. That's so far away. We'll, we'll see. I mean, hopefully, do a freeze out. But they got it. Um, think how fast they got that permit shut down. Was it Fullerton for the field goal kick? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Whatever. Well, I was yeah. there, but right. <laughs> I was actually um, the first. But you're right. Where you have to get creative. So you have, you have to, to get, get creative, creative because it's you know the, the the truth is we we will enter fall and winter here coming right, soon, and, soon, and yeah. we have to be able to project ahead of that and what what the Sounds scope is going to look like um, in terms of rest for restaurants yeah. and bars. Would you and have people up here as long as there's no snow and people are absolutely. willing to sit here? We would. Now the one thing with our with the with the situation is up here is that we do have. Um, bathrooms up here. We have pipes running okay. water. Mm. So once we hit freezing temperatures, you have we kind of got to shut down the water. So we absolutely would. I would have people. We were what you talk half, about? People halfway joking. We're like in the winter, like stews and brews. And well, just yeah. so well, is this <laughs> not a uh, fire over here? It's a fireplace. It's operational. It doesn't. Oh, yeah. It doesn't mean, give a lot of heat. Though. We spoke, and this probably isn't going to happen anyway. But we spoke earlier this summer about the Chris Kendall market. But mm-hmm. why don't you? Supplant or substitute that money out for up here to make your own little Chris Kindle market. I right. mean, this is something that you could present to the neighborhood that people come here, and this is your your Christmas spot. Right? Yeah. No, that would be awesome. I think the the tricky thing then falls into if we don't Mold have if we don't have like that, maybe if we don't have running water, if we don't have bathrooms, mm. what can we offer? I mean, the sanitary aspect of it. But could people not use the downstairs bathroom? They could. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, it's just you know, then, have but to it's more Tetris pieces. Yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, <laughs> right, you know. of course. So hey, listen, but we're becoming pros at this now, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's it's a. No, I go. I, I've been. Go, I mean, Calum and I have this conversation. I feel like every day, but I go back and forth on what we should do as people when it comes to COVID and opening and reopening and closing, and reclosing, and obviously you have to start with personal responsibility for yourself and the people around you. I think that's, that that can't be neglected overall. Yep. But what we do as as a, as a public, mm-hmm. but I think at some point, and I think we're at that point. We know what the effects of COVID are. We know what the risks are going out and doing things and not wearing a mask or wearing a mask, whatever you want to do. And we know the effects that it's having on small businesses, on business in general, bars and restaurants, more particular to this conversation. And one is it just going to be to say the government says you can open at 75% capacity, check everybody's temperature when he comes in, it's mandate, um, wear a mask if you're, not wa- if you're walking around the restaurant, but you know the risk you're taking going out in public. And this is letting 
letting every every bar and restaurant off the hook, every business off the hook about you can't sue somebody because if you allegedly get COVID there, you sign a waiver when you walk in, you sign a waiver you go to a concert, sign a waiver when you go to a comedy show, where people can just open up and then you you go you live your life the way you want to, but you have to follow the rules of where you're at, mm-hmm. based on individual establishments. But at some point, the government's just going to say like, people are losing money. With- we have three hundred thousand people unemployed right now in Illinois. In Illinois alone, because of bars and restaurants being closed, and what we can't keep just like deferring can't, rents, we can't just right. keep deferring payments of everything of all your bills. People need to make money. People have to survive, and people like to work. There's a lot of people that like their jobs, mm-hmm. and they can't do it. And without you know either a government assistance, yes, for these small businesses, I, I'm not again. I, I I can't. It's hard to say that we. I have the exact answer. I think what no. you were talking about is, but yeah. it's either, you know. I don't know. It's, you either look at another like like a two to three week like shutdown where like you don't go to the grocery store, right? Like 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 you do not leave your house yeah. and to try to really just squash this. The unfortunate or without a vaccine mm-hmm. or an effective whatever however people feel about vaccines um, or an effective treatment, we're going to be in this same situation when the winter comes. It sounds like it's a silly thing to say, but, when, but it is going to come it and. Is, yeah. You know, it's the re- the repercussions are going to be severe, right? And I, I don't. It's the unfortunate thing, and then the discouraging part of this all is that, like what you said, it'd be great if we could do that. If we could shut down for two to three weeks, or you know, it's two to three weeks only. Like only grocery stores are open. That's the only thing that is open. You know, whatever it might be. But our country is not united enough to do that. It's right. not going to happen. It hasn't happened over the last five and a half. It's six not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So why don't we just say like, okay, here's so the risk. You here's either, the, yeah. Yes, you either have to say that this is, you know. In places like uh, trust I'll, me, I'll, I don't. I'll, I don't want to. No, I don't want to look I'll, at. I don't want to look at another scene where McCormick Place is setting up beds because yeah, we, and right. we don't want to get people sick. That's not what we want to do at all. But um, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, I don't say it's right, and I don't. I disagree with what's happening in Iowa. I've said that a lot, and I talk about Iowa a lot because that's where I'm from. But uh, bars are open until three o'clock in the morning. There, people don't wear masks. I mean, maybe in Des Moines they do because it's in Iowa City, which are more uh, democratic towns, but. In small towns, nothing's happening there to, per, to, to stop this because they don't think it exists. Because right. it, it can't exist in my small little town because there's not enough people. Or, you know, I, I support this branch of the government where it, whatever. I'm not going to get into that. But there are states already doing this. And then we're seeing yeah. a spike in cases. But at some point, we're not. if we sit around and wait for a vaccine, how many people are going to be out of work? How many people are – the suicide rate keeps going up and up and up. And you're just it's, – it's traumatic and devastating and – People need a right to choose, I think, in my opinion, of what they want to do. And, like, mm-hmm. that's someone who's coming from, you know, like a very, I, like, liberal background. But it's it, it seems more like a middle-of-the-road or right-leaning conversation when it comes to, like, political support. But, like, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> but it's, I mean, whatever. It's just, and I'm not trying to get into politics. I'm just thinking for you guys when the colder months are approaching. It's, we're two months away. If not less. If not less. Because last year we had a really yearly frost where our, or there are still colors on the trees and then all of a sudden they're falling off because there's snow on them. And what if that happens again? What if it happens a week earlier and people aren't ready for it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a scary thought. Right. It is. It is. And uh, I don't want to end on a down note, but the bar is opening soon. <laughs> and... And we've got to taste them. The whiskey bar. I was just saying, we open. have a positive yes. outlook to have on yes. August 31st. Yes. Downstairs at Fountainhead with yep. five whiskeys distilleries presenting some lovely whiskeys for the public of Chicago okay. to come and enjoy and it $20. with us. $20. What a great value. Um, Huge. Yeah. 
come and hang out, and then we could go upstairs afterwards and enjoy the rooftop as well. I'm it's, profiting it's, it's 18 of the $20 tickets. <laughs> Check out Eventbrite. Um, it'll be on our social media pages as well, so yeah. it'll, be, it'll be all out there. Anything you want to say, Wilson? No, sir. Thank you, sir. Been very quiet. I'm sad. <laughs> well, we get happy. It's Friday. I will. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's a gorgeous and, um, day. It's a beautiful enjoy, day. Enjoy the moment. Yeah, I'm just sad. I mean, Champions League finals this week. You know, we've we've got a lot of great relationships throughout the city. That's, right. That's they're like I said earlier. They're just getting accustomed to reopening, and they have to do the shitty part, which is thinking about reclosing. Yeah. You know, so it's right. Sad. Well, and I think and that's where our event on the 31st can really fit into play. I agree. That, uh, I agree. I you can come support local businesses. Yeah. Um, you can support a local distillery as in Blum Brothers. You can also put support local people like us. Correct. Know, like yeah. so get the muscles. Ooh, oh, get the, get the muscles. Mu- yeah, buy some food Dude, after. Get some food. Get the muscles, yeah. man. Because I believe um, you'll be able to order food as well during the event. So if you want to have some fries at your table to uh, offset your taste buds a yes. little bit there in between some drip, 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 dram, dram, dram. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said drip, drip, drip. but um, Dram, dram, dram. Still, st- still tastes good. Whether you drip it or you dram it. Well, but yeah, there um, you go. I mean, that sums it up right there, I think. <laughs> uh, I feel like we're ending on a downer, but it's really a positive because we're finally doing something that we wanted yeah. to do for, for over over a half a year. Oh, over yeah. half a year. So how does, Eight months now. How does Bob Marley like his donuts? With jamming. <laughs> for Callum O'Donnell of Apple <laughs> Wilson Torres of Unihorse Distillery. Thank you guys. Um, Bob Zacharias of Fountainhead, who has to take a phone call. I'm Jake Cookie uh, of Star Wars Whiskey over in Australia. Um, appreciate you listening, and please come out on August 31st and hang out with us and have some whiskey. See you there. Have some great conversation, and uh, give give Bob a kiss if you want to. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, don't. That's not social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers. <laughs>